man, it's really good to catch up with you, man. We've been like, both of us have been busy as shit for the past month. What have you been up to? Um, well, actually, uh, I, we're not recording right now, right? Oh, we're totally recording. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> okay, it's good that you told me. I thought we were just shooting shit for a second. Okay, <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, you know, some of the, uh, things that I do on the side that, uh, you know, uh, are related to, uh, the Vic and Vine thing, you know, you know, the big secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, the mentorship program, that's, that's what I want to, uh, that's what I'm, I'm focusing on a little bit now. And, um, in case, uh, in case nobody knows, um, what I'm doing is I'm, it's almost being like a, uh, like a tutor, you know, for uh, people that are just coming into the wrestling business. Let's say, like, they just don't know anything. You know, they, they don't know how to get in shape. They don't know where to buy their, uh, you know, proper ring gear. They don't know what kind of gimmick they want to do or how to do it or, you know, what, what to develop that character. Um, they're, they're scared to death of, um, of doing promos or... Um, you know, anything, basically whatever, whatever they're, whatever they feel like they need the most work with is what I offer to them to sit down with them and, and, you know, because I've done it, I've been there, I've made all the mistakes and, and that's another thing too, the do's and don'ts, you know what I mean? It's very important. A lot of times, you know, we have to learn by our mistakes and sometimes you make a mistake and you kind of pay for it for a long time. And it's just a simple thing, but in, in the wrestling business, it's one of those things where you walk on eggshells because you, know, you don't know any better. Uh, and it's not entirely their fault. Sometimes they're not uh, taught properly um, how to, uh, you know, proper uh, lock or etiquette or whatever. So I kind of uh, teach them things that, uh, that they don't have to make those mistakes. Um, so, like I said, it's just pretty much being a uh, like a what, a mentor, a tutor, a, a, a real a real manager. What I don't think anything like that's ever been offered. What really inspired you to do this? Well, I love the wrestling business. Not so much the wrestling product anymore, but, but you know, I'm old school and. Uh, I just kind of uh, came to the realization that there's nothing else that I would want to. I got, I got kind of sick and tired of uh, of working for somebody else, doing something I hate, um, just to barely get by. And I figure, well, in my mind, if I'm going to barely just get by um, and still be, you know, struggling financially, at least in, in the beginning, I'm going to. I'm going to be doing that, doing something that I, that I love doing something that I'm good at and doing something that'll help people that have the same passion as, as I do. So that's, that's, um, that struggle really lights a fire under your ass. And I feel like I'm on the same, same little bridge there right now in terms of, yeah, I am fucking like, dude, I worked for a million different publications before Colin and I, founded minefields and he was just like why are you so passionate about about this my like, dude because i'm i don't want to be i don't want to answer nobody 
I don't want anyone to ever tell me what to say or do. And this is our product. And that is the coolest fucking thing. And I'm honestly, I was telling a buddy about, about you the other day and they're like, why has no one ever fucking done this before? And I'm like, I don't know, but fucking Monch Vic, he, he figured it out. And now he's mentoring. Like, I mean, like you can only teach people so much in the ring. You can do, you can right. be killer in the, in, in ring, but if you're shitty on the mic and if you're an asshole backstage, you're going to end up like Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Or, or or even worse, well, uh, I mean, he, he he did well. I mean, he got fired and came back. But um, there's some people that have really fucked up mm-hmm. that were great in ring. Ryback, Ryback for one thing. That guy was great in ring and just pissed everyone off backstage. <coughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people fuck up. You know. Um, but but one thing is for sure that nobody nobody ever made a ton of money in wrestling um, that didn't have some type of uh, mic skills or character or you know or both. Like you could be the greatest wrestler in the world, but you know if, if you don't have that other stuff to back it up, you know like Chris Jericho is an awesome wrestler, but if he wasn't entertaining on the mic and he wasn't able to his character um you know so many times you know you you could you could only watch somebody's um great wrestling so many times eventually their matches all kind of blend together and you know start looking the same but um you know i mean look at the guys that made the most money in in the business you got guys like the rock and stone cold steve austin what did they do in the ring that was so damn special you know the like Steve Austin got a bigger pop just giving two middle fingers and, and catching a beer than than he did with any uh, any of his wrestling. And he was a great technical wrestler, but he didn't even have to use it. He never used any of his technical stuff. Because, he was just a brawler. <laughs> yeah. But so, you know what I mean? But it's like, that's this. And, and you know, um, the guys and girls that I'm mostly working with are, uh, are here in Vegas right now. I'm, I'm hoping to eventually, like, branch out and, and for you know people to kind of get the word of what I'm doing and uh, I'm you know hoping to be able to coach them you know online or you know through uh, you know Skype or something where I could you know be as face to face with them as I can but um, right now uh, I'm working with the students that are down at the uh, FSW school here in Las Vegas and um, Sim Bodie is uh, one of the head trainers there uh, future stars of wrestling. Yeah, that's out here in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, how many oh, uh, how many oh. students you got? Um, I don't know how many students there are. No, that you have. You know, to, oh, that I have. Well, I'm just kind of starting out. Uh, I'm just kind of getting my feet wet with this thing, and so I, I uh, I'm just kind of getting it out there and, and letting them know. You're mentoring and, everybody uh, right now, and, and then finding the right people. Yeah, you know, that's another thing too, man. It's like, this is a way for me to make money. Of course, you know, everything is a business, but... There's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah, I know. But, you know, but but my thing is, is that my passion for wrestling is kind of, I don't know if I could say more important than the money because, because the money is what's going to, you know, pay the bills. I'm in, I'm in no way, um, 
you know, financially secure where I could do this and not care. But the thing is, is that um, I don't want to mentor anybody that doesn't want to help themselves. It'll just end up pissing me off. You know, if somebody, um, you know, if, if somebody wants to pay me and I'm not, they tell me that they want my help with getting in shape and I, and I take the time to put together a diet and, and I'm having them check in with me and I'm being, you know, uh, uh, I'm holding them accountable. You know what I mean? Um, and I'll be on them too. You know, did, did you go to the grocery store today? Did you get what I told you to get? Did you, you know, did you meal prep? Did you, you know, did, did you eat only the things that were, you know, uh, on the plan that I gave you? And if they say, Oh no, I fucked up. I went to McDonald's and that happens over and over again. It, it almost makes me want to say, let me just give you your fucking money back. You know, just keep going to McDonald's. You told me you want to get in shape. You want to look like a wrestler. You want to be an athlete and, and you're going to, Give me money and then shit on everything I'm telling you. So uh, I am kind of uh, a little bit too passionate when it comes to who who I want to help because I, I only want to help those that, that are serious. You know what I mean? That they're going to invest in, in themselves and in their in their career. Yeah, but you're you're saying that as almost as if you're trying to explain yourself. I mean, we're not talking about holding hands and. And and being all best friends, we're talking about the wrestling business here. If they're not into that, man, they you should... break it up, brother. I, you're you're breaking up. Oh, can you can you hear me now? Yeah, it was just sounded kind of muffled. Oh. I don't know if you're no, I'm good. Around or so, so what what I was saying is is that this is the wrestling business. If they don't know that, then they need to get the hell out there. This isn't the ha- friends holding hands. This is this is uh, business and. I'm I'm surprised that anyone would, would want your help and then not think about that sort of thing. I mean, like, if you want to go to McDonald's, I mean, okay, if if, if it's been a lean week and you've got a dollar and need, like, you know, the most you can with your dollar, I understand that. But ignoring the meal prep plan, I mean, like, then, yeah, get the hell out. Yeah, I just – um I don't know. I, I just I, I find it to be kind of uh, you know, and it's 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 on them. I mean, you know, they're they're the ones that are going to suffer from it and not not get the the results they want. But you know, it just it. it, it I mean, you see it all the time. And people join gyms and people uh, get personal trainers and people get a nutrition coach and they don't listen to them. And then you know, you go to the gym and you see those same people. You know, I I go to the gym same time. You know, and I see the same people there all the time, and I see people working with trainers, and I swear to God, like their their bodies never change. And I have trainers, and they'll tell me, yeah, you know, I choose me, uh, you know, this much a week. I meet with them three, four times a week, and you know, every time I ask him about his his diet, he's telling me that oh, he did this, he did that, you know, instead of doing what he was told to do. So that's uh, people my... sometimes they like to spend the money. Sorry? One of my favorite Stone Cold quotes is, you can't outrun a shitty diet. That's true. There's there's a lot of quotes. Uh, you know, abs are made in the kitchen. Um, it's All that stuff is true, man. It's mostly, it's, it's uh, I would say, 90% diet, you know? So you could, you could go to the gym and you could do cardio and you could hit the weights and you could do all that stuff, but... If you're messing up on your diet, then you're just kind of wasting your time and, you know, spinning your wheels doing whatever you're doing at the gym because, you know, it's like if you, uh, 
I mean, it's real simple math, you know. I mean, if you burn 100 calories and then right after you go, so what the hell, you know, what was the point of burning the 100 calories that you just burned, you know what I mean? Yeah, and how have your uh, students been responding to you so far? Um, well, like I said, it's just uh, it's still in the beginning stages. Like I've, you know, I've had uh, already, you know, uh, one person join, and before I could even like finish explaining, and um, you know, she was ready to drop the hundred bucks into my PayPal. Cause that's what I, I'm basically doing like a hundred dollars a month. It's basically $25 a week, you know, and I'll, I go over whatever it is. You, you tell me what you want to work on. And, and we do that for that week, you know? Um, and you know, we were supposed to have our first, uh, our first, uh, session and, you know, something came up and, and canceled on me. Okay. Well, I got your money. I don't like to think that way. You know what I mean? I had mm-hmm. to actually, I had to actually, uh, message her and say, um, you know, are we, uh, are we on for tomorrow? You know, if we're like, I have to, like, I shouldn't have to be the one to, to, you know, say, you know, are we going to start this or not? You know? And, uh, but this is like, I mean, that, that was the first, like she didn't reach out to me after uh, bailing on the first one. And it's like, you know, it's like, did, did you, did you just want to give me money and not do anything? You know what I mean? So I actually, because I'm not like that, I, I reached out to her and was like, is tomorrow good? You know? And so I'm supposed to meet with her tomorrow and, you know, we're going to, I don't even know. We're going to go over whatever she wants to start with. I mean, you know, she needs, you know, some, some help in a lot of different areas. So does that worry probably. you as a as an instructor that if you had to put your foot down that she's going to stomp off and cry whether she was girl or boy that she the fact that she's neglecting her responsibility something she already paid into that even though her money is invested her mind isn't invested Yeah that that's what I'm saying it, it's that's what pisses me off cuz see I'm doing this because um, like I said, yeah, I'm doing it for the money simply because I don't want to work for somebody else doing something that I'm not passionate about. So I figure, you know, if I could take the two things, the thing that I'm passionate about, the thing that I want to help people with and make a business out of that and make money doing that, because my philosophy is if you're good at something and you have uh, a passion for something and years of experience and you don't use that in some, you don't find a way to monetize that, you don't find a way to make that your business and you're going and you're working for somebody else that's, you know, that's not helping you at all, that you're just making somebody else rich and you're still struggling and you're still, you know, miserable every single day. That, that's to me, it's like, it's like, it's like a slow suicide. You know what I mean? You've brought that up a few times in our conversation, miserable every single day. You seem to be on the up, up path. Like you're ever since we started talking, you have been on a steady incline of kicking some ass and I feel like the way you're speaking to me now is if like you don't and and forgive me if I'm I'm trying to put myself in your shoes because I'm trying to do the same thing too because I was when I started when when Colin and I started minefields I was bottom of the barrel man I mean like I was done and we we figured out a good project and we're kicking some ass now but now every time I encounter someone that wants to have, hey, design a T-shirt for me, or hey, help me 
write a promo and I, and I show up and they don't show up, I don't just take it personally. I feel like they stole time from me. Like, man, I'm trying to kick some ass here and there's someone out there that could have benefited from me or just uh, we could have benefited from each other. Uh, are you feeling that? Like like you're on an up path? Because I really feel that from your, your intonation, your voice. Because you, you sound healthy. You sound happy. I don't, I don't know how much like what, how much you're dealing with in your in your own day to day, but you sound like you're kicking some ass, and that sort of thing is just like a body rejecting a virus. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just try to focus on you know, of course, everybody's got the the, the negative things and the, the shit to deal with and everything, but I'm just trying to focus on the things that 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 make me happy and the things that like. One of the things that makes me happy is making other people that are passionate about what I'm passionate about, you know, helping them to to get like one step further. You know what I mean? And so I do. I um, do. It's it is. It's that's why, like, you know, I was going to do it like like twenty five dollars a week. And, you know, but I figured I figured that if I charge them up front, it'll it'll give them incentive to to not blow me off because it'll be like, you know, they'll think in their head, well, I already paid for this. So, you know, I, I got to show up. It's not like, right. you know what I mean? I do. But, and, and I'll tell them if, if you're going to cancel on me, because what I do is I go down to the school at five o'clock. That's when like a training starts, you know? Um, but the school is open. So I would tell, uh, anybody who's gonna, who's gonna like sign up with me. I tell them to meet me there. Um, I say, you know, whatever day is good for you, you let me know and, you know, we'll meet there at four o'clock before training. I don't want to take them away from their in-ring stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll sit down and whatever it is that you want to go, you want me to, you know, go over some, uh, you know, a match that you had that past weekend and, and critique it and, you know, tell you what I think or, you know, or you did a promo and you want my, my opinion or, uh, anything. You know, anything at all about, uh, I mean, shit, anything, life in general, man. You know what I mean? Like life being a wrestler and how, how it could fuck with you and get you down. And, you know, it's almost like a, like I've been through all of that stuff, man. And yeah, I could I could pretty much, I, I feel confident that I could help anybody with anything that has to do with their lives pertaining to wrestling. Well, let's uh, let's start it. So let's start at the at the very base. Now, I trust you. I, I've gotten like I, I love getting to know you. By the way, but let's talk about yourself. Like, how do you start your day when you're getting in that frame of mind that you need to be in to be able to successfully coach these people? How do you wake up in the morning and get yourself in that frame of mind? Well. Actually, I'm getting up now at uh, four o'clock in the morning. Not not necessarily by choice, but uh, but uh, I'm working out with a friend of mine who goes to the gym at five. Um, he has kids, and that's kind of like just the way his his life is. That he has to start his day. He's got to get his workout done so he could uh, get home in order to uh, you know get his kids off to school and all that stuff. So um, I. I just figured that it, again, it's, it's like, you know, he's counting on me to be there. So, um, so I'm there, you know, at, at five o'clock in the morning. What are you guys uh, doing? Um, 
what are you guys doing? I mean, like, uh, anything in particular? You guys like Monday leg day, Tuesday torso? Like, what are you guys doing? Um, it all depends. I mean, sometimes we'll we'll just do an hour of cardio. You know, some days it's just cardio. Some days are uh, like um, I, I try to stick to um, a certain like one body part per day. Um, we work out a little bit differently. So sometimes we'll even meet there, but we're kind of doing our own thing. But it's still a matter of like getting there, getting it done. Um, you know, him holding me accountable for to show up. Um, and, uh, and, it, and it helps me because uh, I'm actually a guest on his, uh, on his gym membership. And so I'm not paying for a gym membership uh, only because – the gym that I was going to, uh, it was like a, was one of those like small uh, uh, training studio places that because uh, after I, I got injured, um, I, uh, I couldn't go to the gym, so I canceled my membership at the at it was actually at that gym that he's going to, um, and when I got better, I just wanted to join a small little little gym, and uh, next thing you know, they just kind of closed out of nowhere, um, so. Now I don't have a membership, so I'm just going in the mornings with him and not paying for a membership and uh, getting my workouts in. So, works for me. How does it feel now that you're really getting back in the groove? Um, it feels good, uh, like physically, because, like I said, I was out for like about three months of uh, not being able to work out, and that was probably the longest time that I've ever gone not stepping foot in a gym. Um, in like 20 some odd years, you know, I always, that was always like, that was, that was my lifestyle, you know? Did you, so, uh, did you learn anything from that three months of not being in the gym? I mean, like in regards to where your mind went and how your body felt, did you learn anything different about yourself? Um, I just, uh, sometimes you have to, you have to admit that you're you're getting older, and that the you know the past um, you know thirteen or fifteen years that I was wrestling, um, you know it, it it does start to to take its toll. And uh, so you know, I just I did I learned how, that I just I gotta be uh, I gotta be a little bit more careful. Um, even getting back into the gym, there's things that I'm not gonna attempt doing. Um, that uh, that I might have done, you know, before. You just gotta you just gotta work around your injuries, you know. You gotta be, you know, cautious and maybe, you know, just train a little bit lighter. But you know, different exercises. Um, one thing that I did incorporate, uh, which I should still be doing, um, but when I was injured and I and I couldn't couldn't go to the gym. I mean, I couldn't even walk. Uh, it was it was really pretty severe, um, but I was doing the DDP yoga. Um, no shit. They, nice. Yeah, just because I knew that I needed to try to do something because you know I was like really in bad shape and um, and I knew that it helped so many other people and I figured you know what, um, let me actually what happened was I just talking to a friend of mine back in New York and 
I was just kind of mentioning about the DDP yoga and I was saying how, you know, it's like, it's helped so many people. I wonder if, you know, if I should get it, I wonder if it'll help me. And he's one of my oldest friends from way back, uh, shoot, uh, probably, I mean, should have known him since I was like a kid. Um, and, uh, and then one day, uh, a few days later, um, it's sitting on my doorstep. So he, he like bought it for me and sent it to me and That's I didn't awesome. even know. So awesome. I, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good friend, you know? And, um, so yeah, I, I started to do, uh, there's, there was like, uh, um, the first program was like, uh, for, uh, it was like 55 and up or something like that. And, and I'm not 55 and up, but it said like, you know, it basically it was doing, doing the program, uh, in your bed, you know, uh, you're doing all the, all the, uh, exercises, all the, uh, all the movements and stuff like that laying in your bed so that's what i was doing i did that every single morning um and it helped you know what i mean because uh the mornings are are were really rough you know and um after doing that i was able to move a little bit better um to start my day and that that i think that really uh that really got things like starting to move again I want to kind of stay in the same tangent, but switch gears to uh, mental health. Um, I've been in that place before, man. Like, like I was saying earlier, um, yeah, last January I was at my lowest, man. When Colin and I decided to start this thing up, I mean, it's been a frenzy going upwards, but it's also a constant uh, awareness of where my mind is. So like a lot of people – I hear people tell me like the the more I get as positive as I can be and I'm not one of those like let's all be happy, be best friends guys. And that's not what I'm saying. Uh, I, I my, my main focus, the best I can do personally as Joshua Michael is I do not want my last – that you're – I do not want your last memory of me to be a bad one. That's the best – that's the best I can do. So – in, in in that frame of mind, it also puts me in a hyper-awareness of what people are feeling, what people are thinking. And I've gotten more and more people tell me like about their anxiety and uh, their fears um, because the more I open up and the more I keep building this mountain with Colin, the more and more people will open up to me and say like, man, you know – this happened and this happened and how are you doing it? And I'm like, man, honestly, like I wake up in the morning and it hurts mentally or physically. It doesn't really matter. Um, but whether I'm waking up at five or 10, uh, I just got to figure out a way to make sure that I'm being the best me I can be. And I really see that from you, Vic, man. Like, uh, like it, it is really shiny. You were almost a complete different guy from when we met like a couple months ago. Like you, you're you're back in the, you're back in the business, bro. You've got a focus. You've got, you've got drive. You were hurting. Like you were, you were hesitant to talk about certain things in wrestling because it, it, it pissed you off. And, and, And I could tell that there was times that there was things that didn't piss you off, but you missed. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I was kind of a, a bitter prick. I didn't you find know, you uh, bitter only- or pricky. I, 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 fa- I found you just wanting to figure out, let's fucking do this. 
And and now you've got a rocket up your ass, and you're mentoring people. That is this. You were right. This has never happened. I was I was telling Colin like I've heard of people like you know they get out of the business and they get back in that they're they're at Florida they they're you know they're they're helping people train, but they're not helping people with their mind and their promos and how they need to get their shit together because anyone can wake up and go to the gym and do a hundred pushups, but. Not everyone can figure out how they're going to talk in the mic, what frame of mind they need to be in, and especially the the ins and outs of the business. Like this is a genius idea, dude. I, I honestly feel like I need to cut this part out of the out of the podcast so someone doesn't who bigger who listens to it will cheat and copy it and steal your fucking idea. Uh, I'm sure they will, but you know, um, you know, so it's, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. I mean the the minute like this gets out, you know, uh, whether it's on, on this podcast or, or, you know, or whatever, some, somebody's going to start doing the same idea. You know what I mean? It happens all the time and that's fine. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, to I me, it's mean. not like there's a, there's a million wrestling podcasts out there. What, what makes minefield special? We do indie guys in Colorado. We talk about emotional things. We talk about comics. I mean, we, we, we find our niche and you found your niche, man. I don't think anyone can steal this from you. Well, I'm not even worried about anybody. I wouldn't even look at it as like stealing, you know. I, I look at it like this, man. I, I'm very passionate about the wrestling business, and if somebody else wants to, uh, if somebody else wants to go out and be a mentor and uh, and help uh, other people that are becoming wrestlers, and it just makes the business better, and it makes the everybody who's coming into the business um, better, and it just makes the the entire uh, the entire wrestling world better then then that's cool man that's that's fine with me i i don't i don't care if there's a thousand mentors out there if i'm one of them and i'm helping you know helping the business then i don't care i'm not like thinking that somebody's like uh you know cut my throat or anything like that you know well i've got a couple of uh specific questions number one what's so special about the las vegas thing about what? About the Las Vegas scene of wrestling. Oh, uh, well, I just I just remember that at one point, man, there was like nothing going on here in Vegas, um, and now all of a sudden, there's like there's there's shows almost almost every weekend. There's uh, there's Big Valley Wrestling, um, which is one promotion, then. Uh, uh, future stars of wrestling, and and I believe that they kind of work out a thing where they don't they don't uh, do shows on the same on the same nights if they could help it, um, so that there's you know so that the fans could go to all of the wrestling shows. You know, they're not competing with each other. There is no competing. It's retarded. I think. Well, excuse my. Uh, it's stupid to um uh to try to like compete you know what i mean it's the, all the, about the, the same the, territory yeah yeah it's like you know the vegas um they're the same fans same wrestling fans that are going to go to you know uh a big valley wrestling show are the same ones that are going to go to the future stars of wrestling so why make them choose which one to go to just you know they could go to all of them 
You know what I mean? It's not, and they will go to all of them. It's not like uh, anyone's going to lose any money, or they're going to lose fans, or they're going to, you know, like fans are going to jump ship to go watch this product, and then like, and I think that that the people that are putting on the shows here, they all know that, and I think that's smart. You know, that they're not trying to be like, you know, territorial and all that. Um, another good thing about about the shows here is that, you know, there's a lot of smaller shows, but, uh, but then you have the big shows at the, at the casinos, yeah. um, which are like, uh, I mean, Samstown, um, casino is, uh, uh, they just did the two days there, uh, impact just did two days there. Um, and, uh, I believe ring of honor, uh, has yeah. done shows there. Ring honor's got that big one coming up and we got to make sure you're there. Yeah, they're they're. I think that is at Samstown. So Samstown has become, you know, almost like the old uh, back in the day, the the old showboat, you know, where uh, all the um, the old wrestling programs would come from world class championship wrestling, or uh, uh, I believe that they had like the NWA uh, shows, like back in the early eighties, you know, um, the showboat uh, hotels where you know they. Uh, it was it was kind of like a, a known place for for wrestling back in the eighties, um, but it's like Samstown is is becoming, you know, like every wrestling organization is is like filling that room, and um, it's a cool little room, man. I mean, it's uh, it's got a good it's it's a good size and it's uh, it's set up nicely, you know, when it's set up with the the entrance and all that stuff. Um, so. That's the cool thing about it here, man. It's like you get you got these these uh, casino showrooms, um, you know, where they do concerts and they do things like that, and uh, um, and a lot of places don't have that. You know, what I mean, they got high school gyms and they got you know whatever bingo halls or whatever, and, and that's all fine. But when you put a show into a casino and you have like the lighting and the sound system and the, you know, the, the fog machines and the, uh, the entrance videos up on the screen, man, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It, it, I mean, not for nothing, but, uh, I've seen the FSW shows and I've seen the impact shows and if I don't want to, you know, knock anybody, but I'll just say that, uh, you know, some, sometimes one is better than the other. You know, or fills the room, or just look. They both look equally production wise. Um, they both look awesome. The these shows do not look like your typical, uh, you know, one camera um, high Hard school shot. gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's put together really good. Man. It's uh, you know, so that's that's. I think that's the difference between uh, the Vegas shows and and anywhere else they just the the casino shows they just don't look they just don't look like indie shows man they really don't yeah i i imagine that they would they would look a little bit off the way you would show up at a show that uh happens every other night or the the lighting is weird and the crowd is off uh it, it's not as passionate i uh, i i think i know what you're talking about um <clears throat> Now, when it comes to what – if you don't mind me asking because uh, we've talked about it a few times, what are you officially branding yourself as a mentor? I mean like Vic Devine? Um, yeah. I mean, I, actually, Sorry. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Vic Divine is the name that I that I used uh, almost the whole time I was wrestling, uh, with the exception of a few really bad names at the beginning that I wish not to disclose. Uh, <laughs> you know, Fang McFrost. I knew I knew you were Fang McFrost. What's that? <laughs> I knew you were Fang McFrost. <laughs> <laughs> it was even worse than that. Yeah. Um, no, but um, Richard you know, Jammer. I, <laughs> when i came up with the name uh vic divine it's it stuck and i liked it and uh even after i was well even before i was done with wrestling i started to do some acting and stuff um while i was still wrestling and i've even i've even done some acting stuff where i played a wrestler and so the two kind of you know went hand in hand and i always use that same name um you know, even on my uh, my Screen Actors Guild card, it said Vic Divine. That was my stage name. Uh, anything that you know came in the mail that was uh, uh, acting related, you know, SAG related, um, it all said Vic Divine on it. So I figured that that's what you know that's that's what it says on my uh, my business cards that I got made up. It's the uh, Vic Divine Mentorship Program. Well, uh, w- what am I to expect if I've uh, signed up? For the Vic Divine Mentorship Program. If I wake up in the morning, I, I paid my dues, and I'm meeting up with you at what o'clock? Well, I work with with your schedule. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if uh, you know, I always say the like the easiest thing I think for myself and for uh, for whoever's uh, going to be meeting with me. If they're a student down at the school and they're going to come down there at five o'clock to start training, then I tell them to meet me there at four and we could go over whatever, whatever it is that you want to go over. It shouldn't take more than an hour. You know what I mean? No matter what it is that you want to, you know, let's say you come in and you're like, uh, you know, I, I need to do something, this gimmick that I'm doing, it sucks. I don't want to, you know, I, I need a change. I need a, a new idea, you know, whatever. Then we'll, we'll work together. You know, we'll jot down some ideas. I mean, I remember when I was coming up with the name, Vic Divine and the character and everything, man, I just started writing down, all kinds of names. I had a whole like notebook full of names until I came across that one. I would mix first names and last names and, you know, until I came up with the name. And then from there I kind of came up with, okay, well, um, who is divine? Like what kind of a character, what kind of like, who do I like to watch and what kind of, uh, you know, who do I want to mold my, you know, my Vic divine character after. So, I think I have a pretty good mind for that kind of stuff. And, um, and so if that's what they want to work on, then that's what we work on, you know, and I'm not saying that, okay, here, here's your hour and, uh, you know, okay, we didn't come up with a name. You're on your own. Okay. So, you know, we'll do that again. Uh, the next time you want to meet with me, you know what I mean? Um, it's not like, uh, it's pretty much like a hundred dollars is what I, you know, that's just a number that I kind of figured was fair. And uh, it's not like I was going to do $25 a week to make it, you know, installments or whatever like that. But like I said, I figured that that way people are going to pay the $25, get a, you know, they're going to get, they don't have a reason to, to, to stick with it. You know what I mean? If they, their reason should be because they want to, but a lot of times, you know, it takes them spending the money and going, well, I already paid for it. So, you know, um, but it's, it's, 
if somebody wants to meet with me three times a week to work on something, as long as I got the time, that that's fine. It's like you're, you know, it's a hundred dollars a month. And that means that we're going to, you know, we're going to work together for that month. You know, it's, it's up to you how much you want to, how much you want to put into it. And, uh, what do you look for? In I, a student? I don't mind, you know, what do you look for in a student? Um, somebody who, who gives a shit about themselves and, and when, when somebody comes to me and they, they're inquiring about the, uh, the program, um, when they start asking about like price or whatever, you know, yeah. uh, the first thing I say is, well, I work with you too. But how much are you willing to invest in yourself, in yourself, and in your career? Yeah, right. Because that, I look for I look for somebody that really like not to sound uh, too like cliche at all, but it's almost like uh, you know I look for somebody that has heart and that really wants it. But that's true because you know uh, it's, there's it's perfect. There's people that they what's that? It's perfect. Winners always want the ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the people that, uh, like, you know, I've already had a few people come up to me and, you know, hey, man, if I do this, uh, this mentorship, you could get me in, in better shape. I go, yeah, I could. You know, like, if you listen to everything that I tell you, yeah, you'll have an amazing physique out there. I guarantee it. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, so, like, what do I do? I go, well, do you want to sign up for the, the program? Well, how much is it? It's like that, that shouldn't even be a question. I mean, of course it has to be a question, yeah, but, but now just, all of a sudden it becomes a thing of, just say yes, you know, invest in yourself and fucking yeah. get it done. Yeah. So, you know, and this has already happened where I'm like, you know, okay, well, how much, you know, how, how much uh, are you willing to invest in yourself? Oh, well, man, I got I got all these bills. I don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta see when I have the money, I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. Then, that's, you know, that's, that's it's, I know bullshit. I'll never hear from you again. That's kind of bullshit. $25 a, a week. That's not going to Starbucks and, and, and brewing, brewing your own coffee and you've got, uh, someone to take care of you. Yeah. And you know, it's sad, but, but, uh, you know, some of these, uh, some of these, and I'll call them kids, because like mentally, that's what they they're are. Kids, yeah, because they, they just want to, they want to play the part of a wrestler. They want to tell people of a wrestler. They do a show, you know, every other weekend, and they they call themselves a wrestler. But you know, but they're out there, and they ain't got like real wrestling gear. Their physiques look like shit, and uh, you know, they're halfway decent wrestlers because they show up to to class. But you know. It's like, um, but then, you know, you'll see them on like social media talking about, oh, I just got the new video game and it cost me like 300 bucks and, you know, okay, well, that's 300 bucks that you could have like, you, know, you could have bought yourself a whole brand new physique and a whole new, uh, you know, uh, even, wardrobe. Even, uh, even if you were just like pinching pennies, $300 would have gotten you an entire month of prepping meals on your own goddamn time. Saving time for the rest of the week for not doing dishes because you've got everything meal prepped and getting to the goddamn gym. That's your $5 to however far away the gym is. 
and not spending money uh, $6 every two days on a pack of cigarettes or a red box or uh, or McDonald's. Yeah, that that's it's all about focus, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's you know, it's a matter of it, you know, don't tell me that you don't have the money. It's what what you would rather be spending that money on is is really like and and you know, the mentorship like you were saying like mentally this gets into almost like a life coaching type of thing, which, you know, which I could easily say that, that it's it's partially that too. Wrestlers need that, especially for the shitty parts. But yeah, you can start out all perfect and yeah, just work out. Yeah. You're probably going to betrayed. Yeah. You're probably going to get stiffed. You're going to get $10 for this match, but they're not going to tell you about how are you going to deal with it when, uh, you get miss Elizabeth, or you uh, you get Montreal screwjobbed, or you get cut for a guy that's half your age, and or let's just even just bring up Stone Cold when when you you're expected to go over for this guy named Brock Lesnar, and you decide to puss out and take your ball and go home. No one's told you what to do with that, or to expect that because it's gonna happen. You got to figure out how to deal with it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like when it's just like dealing with your dad, man. Like, and your dad's like, "Hey, my dad the other day was like, hey, quit fucking smoking." And I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> but but he was serious, and I'm like, "Yeah, I got to quit fucking smoking." But it wasn't well, just the it was Yeah, I hear you. Keep going, man. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, I, no, no. I'm just saying like, you know, um People, and, and, and I speak, you know, for myself too, it, it, people in general are are very afraid to get out of their comfort zone. You know what I mean? Or it's always it just, it is very hard. It's, it's always about that goddamn comfort zone. Yeah, I can hear you, man. It's all about that goddamn oh, comfort zone. Okay. It's all about that comfort zone. Yeah, so, uh, they're so paranoid to get away from it. They'll hurt themselves well, to stay and, and, in it. Yeah, they're, um, it's like, you know, meal prepping and doing all that stuff is getting out of your comfort zone. For me, it's easy because I've been doing it for so long and it's kind of like, that is my comfort zone. That's, that's like, that's my lifestyle. When you're, when you're, when you're asking somebody to change their lifestyle, because that's, that's what it is when you're, when you're, you know, when you, when you go from eating fast food every day to eating clean every day, it is not easy, man. You're, you're changing your you're not just changing your eating habits. You're changing your lifestyle where now you have to prepare your food. You have to bring your food with you places. Um, you know, you, you have to eat food that you don't necessarily want to be eating. You know, you know, everybody else is eating, uh, you know, good, you know, uh, fast food that that you're craving or whatever like that. You gotta, you gotta resist it and all that stuff, man. So, you know, it is, it's a, it's a complete lifestyle. Um, uh, change and uh, and that is hard, you know. Anything that you that you get out of your comfort zone and and um, and make a major change, of course, it's hard. I mean, I, that's why it's called your comfort zone. I couldn't wait to talk to you today because uh, today I went to the flea market here in Colorado Springs with my mom and dad. And yeah, well, that sounds better now, though. I think. Yeah, sorry about the technical difficulties. I was just asking if uh, I was to invest in your in your school, 
Well, what should I expect if I'm truly invested? I mean, if I really got up at 5 a.m. and met you at the gym, what what am I looking forward to? Um, I am not going to take it easy on anybody only because, you know, because I'm so passionate about – like, uh, here's my thing, man. It's like maybe I give a shit too much about the wrestling business, especially now that I'm not even, you know, a part of it anymore. But I don't like – I don't like what it's become. I don't like – the, the lack of respect. I don't like just the business is not what it used to be. And I know things evolve and I know that I'm old school, but some things should never evolve. And, um, and, and I think that just people in general, you know what I mean? Like I, I hate to sound like the old fuck and be like, you know, uh, back in my day and all that shit, but I'm going to say it and I'm going to sound yeah, like that. Here. And, you know, uh, um, but you know, kids today, in general, you know, millennials or whatever the hell they they call themselves or whatever, pussies. man. It's like everybody's in. What? <laughs> a lot of them are pussies. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's true. They're pussies. Everybody gets fucking offended by anything. I mean, God forbid. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the attitude era today? Like, I, I mean, it couldn't happen. It could not happen because people not are so bit. goddamn fragile. Not in the least bit. You not know? Not least bit. And, and that was one of the best times, man. And that was one of the best, like, uh, was, you know, one of the best eras of, of wrestling, man. It's like, and and everyone is everyone is just so, they get offended and everybody's so entitled and, and everybody's so, you know, disrespectful. And, um, you know, I see people walking into to, to locker rooms or walking into the school and they ain't shaking hands with everybody. And, that's weird. You know, that made, that's weird. Yeah, the handshake. And, and, you know, is, I know a few things change. Like the handshakes, uh, you got to do the handshake. What the hell? Yeah, but you know, even I learned that the the old traditional, you know, the light handshake that they don't. I didn't even know this. You know what I mean? Because things evolve, and sometimes I'm not caught up with it. But like a regular handshake is okay now. You know, not the wrestler handshake, not the you know the the light handshake. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If any if anybody that doesn't know, you know, it was uh, it was a symbol of like uh, I'm not going to stiff you in the ring. I'm going to take care of you. You know, you're you're safe in my hands type of thing. So whenever you were meeting any of the other wrestlers, you would shake their hand very lightly, and that showed respect and showed you know you're going to be safe with me if we work. Um, but now, you know, and because back then, if you shook somebody's hand hard and you ended up working them that night. Then they're gonna. They think, oh, okay. It's almost like they take it as a sign of, oh, okay. You shook my hand. Or, oh, okay. So you're gonna stiff me in there. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. And yeah. Then, then they're stiffing each other. You know. Um. So it's like you know a regular man handshake. You know, a regular the kind that you would give anybody is is okay now. And shit, I just learned that. I had no idea. I learned that down at the wrestling school myself. <laughs> you know, uh, Owen Travers is one of the trainers down there. Um, and he was kind of teaching a class about etiquette and everything, which which I loved. And I was I just I was glad that I was there, and I was able to kind of like use that as a segue into the, what I'm actually doing. And um, but I learned something new right there is that you know sometimes things are you know out with the old and in with the new. But some of the things that should never be changed is the respect. You know, um, I mean the little things, man. And, and it's like even when I see somebody uh, you know wiping their feet on the ring apron, man. I'm happy when I see that, that somebody has the respect that, uh, you know, that they know 
that's that that goes hand in hand, you know, with the handshake. With uh, you know, it's if you don't do that, you're disrespecting the ring, and you're disrespecting everybody that gets in that ring because you're you're taking you know whatever's on your shoes and you know you're bringing it to the mat. If you have a piece of glass stuck in your shoe and you don't wipe your feet and you get into the ring and the piece of glass is now on the canvas and somebody takes a bump and cuts their back open and now they get you know they get an infection. Well. You know, that's all because you weren't being respectful of of our um, place our of business territory where we work. Yeah. So um, what are some of the, so as you can see, I, what are some of the old school things that you feel should stay placed in cement and should always be? And then I want you to counteract that. With the things that are new that you're not quite used to that you are comfortable with and feel should be pushed. Um. Well, I mean, like the two I just named, definitely, man. I mean, you know, when you walk into a locker room or a wrestling school or anything, just like um, you know, just like when you walk into a, a dojo, any martial arts dojo, you know, um, you bow. You know what I mean? It, it's a certain respect. So it's like, you know. You gotta show respect, man. To you know, to, to even even your other um, your uh, your peers. You know what I mean. You should still. I don't care if you guys hang out outside of, of of wrestling, and you guys are like you know buddies. When you walk in to a wrestling school or into a building uh, where there's going to be an event, man, it's like I still think that there should be respect. You know, uh, a, you know, worker to were respect wrestler to wrestler respect you know agreed um what's that i said agreed i agree yeah i mean and that goes uh you know they they used to say and i agree with this too is that you know uh you you treat the uh the the, uh custodian there uh same respect as you do the promoter you know anybody that you see in that building you you introduce yourself and and say hi. I, I've introduced myself to people. I have no no idea who they were. It turns out that they were, you know, like fucking in the building, and they were lost, and they didn't even know what the fuck was going on. But you know, if I see somebody, you know, you do the right thing, and just because it is the right thing, and because you just never know who that person is that you feel like, uh, you know, oh, who the fuck is that? I could blow them off. You know, later on, you find out that it's like, uh, you know, the promoter's uh, wife, or you know, or the, the main event person's uh, girlfriend and now you kind of like snubbed her and now all of a sudden you know you and that's the way the wrestling business is it's very yeah. uh, you know you could do the you could do nothing and get shit for it you know you can do everything so, and still get shit for it now uh yeah all right let's uh let's talk about more about your business what can i expect okay. uh, if if i'm an upcoming indie wrestler i know I've been watching everything. I don't miss New Japan. I don't miss Impact. I I meet you and I like your look and I understand what you're offering because you're you're cool with all the the actual physical um, coaches. And I'm looking for a mentor. What can I expect? Well, the first thing I would say is since I already have my, uh, I, I think it's a decent decent, uh, uh, cost what I charge. Um, and I, I know that that's going to be one of the first questions if, if it's somebody that doesn't know the cost. 
And like the first thing that I'll say is, uh, okay, well, which which area do you need? Uh, do you want the most help with? You know, it's it's an individual mentorship. It's not like okay, you you come to me and I do the same exact thing as this person. You come to me and you tell me, man, my wrestling's good. I feel like my promo's good. Um, but you know, um, um, I look like shit out there. You know, I, I don't I don't look. I don't look any different than, than the guy in the third row, and I don't look like a superstar. What what can you do for me? Well, I would say, how much does it mean to you? How much are you willing to invest? And I don't just mean, when I say invest, I don't just mean money. Yeah. I Mental. mean, how much time? Mental. Mental. How much time are you willing to invest? You know, how, how much of your uh, getting out of your comfort zone are you willing to invest? Because these are the things that it's going to take. You, I mean, everybody wants... The magic pill. Everybody wants you. You know. Oh, can you? Can you? You know. Can, I want to look like you. You know. And uh, th- this took twenty some odd years and a lot of uh, changing my lifestyle and a lot of a lot of time at the gym and a lot of time learning about how to eat and uh, and, and and eating until I puked. Uh, you know, when I was bulking up, man, it was like I, I needed to be big. I needed to be. I needed to look like a wrestler. I needed to be impressive, and I was a skinny little shit. And so I did what it took. And, um, and you know, all the money that I made, I worked at a gym, so I didn't have to pay for a membership, but every, every bit of money that I made went towards, uh, groceries and supplements and, you know, it just, it, you know, wrestling gear, whatever, whatever was going to make me, uh, stand out and, and be the, the wrestler that I wanted to be. So how much, you know, that's what I say. How much are you willing to invest? Are you just going to sit here and tell me you want this more than anything in the world? I've always said this is my childhood dream. Or are you going to fucking prove it to me? Because words don't mean shit. And words don't you know? mean shit. Uh, words don't mean jack no. shit. Um, but if it, I see, you know, if I see that they do really have heart, and they, I could tell, man. I've been around long enough to know that when somebody's uh, somebody wants this, like if I see a little part of me in them, because I was I was real, man. Like I, I wasn't one of them them kids that just you know talk the talk uh I, I was like 10 or 11 years old like like most of the other wrestlers that's usually around the time that they you know they 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 get their first fix of wrestling and the addiction starts you know and uh and and my mind was made up right then and there i'm gonna do this that's gonna be what i do and um and i you know i never let up on it man every time that i when I first started working out, man, in my mind, I always thought about like Hulk Hogan and the big arms, and the, you know, I was like, you know, it, it was my life, you know. So if this, I would tell somebody honestly, man, like, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it, you know, I'll do what I can for you. But the minute that you make excuses and you, uh, you know, you don't show me that this is this is as serious to you, I shouldn't be more serious about you than you are about you, you know? So, um, I, I, I'll, I will, I will produce results in any fucking area. You know, I will make you a great fucking promo guy. I will make you a believable character. Um, I will, I will help you with your look to make that character stand out, but don't give me any bullshit. Don't, don't get, I mean, excuses, man. If I say, look, man, this is a great character for you, you know, um, 
you know, this is what you should do. Go get this, go get that, you know, go to Goodwill, go to the dollar store, get, you know, put this shit together like this, you know, and if they start making excuses like, oh man, yeah, but that's not really like what I, you know, it's like, I'm not going to do, but, but if I tell you something that is like, um, uh, my professional opinion, bless you. Thank you. Um, you know, my professional opinion and my professional, uh, input don't, you know, don't argue with me. You know, you went to WWE and they, they told you, I want you to be, you know, a fucking whatever. You don't, you don't argue with them. You, you find a way to be the best, whatever that you could be. And, and just because I'm not giving you a contract, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And if you want a contract somewhere down the road, uh, one thing you need to learn is how to take direction. Because if you don't learn that early and you argue with somebody when you do get the opportunity, your opportunity is done. But you know what you're talking about. You can so, smell it when it happens, can't you? Oh, yeah, man. I, I mean, I know the minute somebody comes to me, um, you know, like this girl, I mean, she may have had a, you know, uh, something, you know, she she, she did uh, message me and said that uh, she wasn't going to be able to make the, the first time that we were supposed to meet. And she said that, uh, you know, an emergency came up or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know what? That's cool. Um, thanks for letting me know. Uh, you know, let me know when, you know, when you want to, when you want to do this, you know? And, uh, like I said, I didn't hear from her and I actually had to message her today and be like, Oh, you know, are we on for tomorrow? Is that good for you at four o'clock? Then she was like, yeah, I don't feel like I should have had to have done that. Not at all. But, you know, but you care. And, and now, like, okay, if, yeah. If tomorrow comes and and she does the same thing again, then I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, I got your money and whatever. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on her to, you know, I'm not gonna remind her. It's like, and there ain't no fucking refunds. Okay, no, there ain't I'll, no I'll provide the service refunds. to you. You know, you you set that time aside. But, of course, there's no refunds. Right. Yeah. So, and you know, and then I had, you know, I had this other kid, uh, you know, come up to me and like, he, he came up to me just like kind of in a, I wouldn't say a disrespectful way, but he's like, uh, you know, it was like right after I'd mentioned about the, the mentorship. And so he comes up to me and he goes, so how do I, how do I get like you? You know, how do I, how do I, you know, get, uh, get built? And I go, well, go do you want to uh, take part in my mentorship and he's like oh you can't just tell me <laughs> and <laughs> no. i'm like nothing's free motherfucker away. i'm like <laughs> yeah here's a here's a guy who's never never gonna fucking change his body i can tell right now i won't even i won't even engage in the conversation man i, I wouldn't do it for that fucker for free no no you at know all. what i'm saying it just not at all like i know exactly like i mean i wouldn't mean. i wouldn't uh yeah, it just he's not going to listen. I, and and the thing is, like, I want I want to see people doing well. I want to see them if they're if they're coming to me to change their body. I want to see it happen. You know, it, it'll make me feel good that they're that I that I was able to give them the tools and that they they did what they were supposed to do. But it also looks good for you know an upstarting business that they're going to be my my. Uh, uh, my um, 
uh, what do you call them? My proteges, you know what I mean? Like this is, uh, you know, my advertisement. You know, this person said they wanted to get in better shape. Look at them now because they listened to me. Now they're in the ring and they stand out. You know, um, look at this person who was horrible on the mic. And now, yeah. now look, they're, you know, people are coming because they, they know they know their, their, their mic skills or whatever. They're entertained by that. Now, I can't teach anybody like charisma. You know, there's some things like if you – it's the it factor. Now, if you're getting into the wrestling business, you better have some kind of charisma because I don't provide that shit. You know what I mean? If, if you don't have that, then – Leave. Then maybe you should be getting it. Yeah, get a get a job behind the camera. You know, what I mean, if you love the wrestling business, or or be you know a referee where you don't you're in the business, but you don't have to be like uh, there's a n- character. You don't have to be. There's nothing wrong with that. Just find your niche. Uh, if you're not big enough, you're right. not strong enough. I mean, like that's. I'm not. Listen, I'm I'm six three. I've wrestled in my life when I was in high school, but I'm not a wrestler. I, I and I remember my dad gave me some shit one time. He's like, "Oh, you want to be a wrestler? No, I, I I want, I want to, I want to promote this shit. I want to help these guys flush some things out." And he kind of looked at me. He didn't understand uh, because he's not in the business. But that's my niche. I, I I don't need to be like. And yeah, I hit the gym, but um, I know my niche. But I'm not I'm not one of the boys that's doing what he's got to do and if i'm not doing what i got to do then i need to fucking leave even on my own base level as a journalist i I get everyone telling me like wow you do you do all the research yeah because i'm supposed to those are my push-ups those are my laps um you got to put the work in and i love the fact that you're you're figuring out who and should not be mentored by you. I mean, the like, yeah, okay, so you give them the money, okay, and you don't show up, then get the fuck out of here. I'll take your money no matter what. And the gym, gym memberships do that all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, yeah. But, but the dudes that really want, man, you're going to find some students. I know it. I can't wait to interview your first student that you really got your faith in, man. And uh, I'm going to – I know, I know you put a lot of investment in us as minefields, but I'm calling dibs on interviewing your very first true student. Uh, that would be awesome, man. That would be awesome, and I'm and I'm looking forward to that first person that uh, that really like makes uh, a difference in themselves. I mean, there's there's some guys that are down at the down at the school and on the shows that I've really I've gotten to know them a lot better now because I show up a lot more now and you know i i come to all the shows and i hang out backstage or i you or can, i you know sit out in the crowd and i watch you can just walk in now, I, I try you? to be at oh yeah i mean shit you know who the fuck i am no it's not it's not even that it's not even that you show up and they know it, this guy's only here to help leave him alone yeah yeah i mean like like I said, like all the guys that are performing, they all know me from coming around the shows. They all know, they know me from the wrestling school and they know, you know, they know what I've done and they know what I'm doing now. And, uh, you know, I've even had some of them, you know, come up to me and say, Hey man, could you watch my match? And, you know, tell me anything that you see. And I love that, man. That's like, that makes me feel like, holy shit. Like that respect and that, that makes me, um, feel like I've like I've contributed you know what I mean to yeah to wrestling you know what I mean loud and clear and uh and I'm 
yeah, I'm glad to do it, man. And you know, there, and there's a lot of the, the a lot of guys that are really good in the ring, and they're really good, and they, and you know, they're working out hard, and they're and they're, it's starting to show and everything. And I, I almost want to, I want to offer my mentorship to them just because I like not that they need any help in any area, but only because, man, these are the guys that that are that are like doing it that really do want it. You know what I mean? Like like we were talking about the ones that you know. It, it, it's more of a pleasure to to help the guys that are doing well and that really want it. You know what I mean? Uh, I like just tell them. I mean those those guys. I would probably tell them, look, you guys don't need my mentorship because you know what you're doing. But if you ever need me for anything, man, if you ever have any questions, I'm I'm here for you. You know what I mean? Like not even charging them, just telling them, man, because I respect the the heart that you actually have because you're showing me every time that I see you. You know, your ring gear looks nice. You got, you know, you, you, you learn how, how to work your your audience and, um, you know, promos and, you know, the, the, your fitness is up there. And, you know, it, it makes me like want to just say to them, man, you know, I'm behind you 100 percent, man. You know what I mean? If you if you have any you need any tips, man, you know, I'm, I'm all about giving you whatever whatever you need, because I know that you're going to take it, respect it, use it. I've got uh, something to say to your listeners that might be curious in terms of investing in you. Guys, um, I'm I'm just a dude. I, I happen to see uh, Vic in the front front row at A-Dub. And I reach out, and not only was Mr. Vic an absolute gentleman to me, but we hit it off. We do a couple podcasts. And I ask him for some advice because I'm starting to get, get booked in a bigger role than just a guy that's local interviewing the local wrestlers. They don't know why I'm doing it until I tell them. I tell them I want to be elite and I want to. I don't want to be a writer. I want to be a producer. Tell me what you got. I can help you shine it up. And then I'll slap you in the ass and say, go get it. But my my role in this wrestling community has been greatly accentuated because every time I've got a random question or a weird situation pops up, I message Vic and he tells me, Hey, if they tell you that, get the fuck out. And every time I ask him for advice, it actually, it's, it's, it's like, it's not that I, I doubted it. It panned out like, Hey, this guy's taking advantage of you. Uh, don't do anything for someone that tells you to do anything. It's not even being a badass. Just like play, know your role. He's told me, Vic has told me, know your role. And I have gotten further. I was talking to one of my homegirls today. I sent her a screenshot uh, who has known me since I've been devoted to getting in this business. And this is my reality now. Hey, I need you to help me design a logo. And yeah, I can design your logo, but for your tag team, but your homeboy was charging too much for my local and I'll design it, but y'all got to do the show for what they offer you. And I'll do your logo done. We believe in you. We we've seen your designs. We've seen what you do. We believe in you. We'll do the show for what they offer. Just design the fucking logo. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm selling them my art for them to make 
people happy <laughs> and see killer wrestlers and 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 then on another note, you have helped me pick better ponies out of the crowd, not just because you're in Vegas, but there's probably a five guys I've got my eyes on here in Colorado, period, that are going to make it. Two of which I've half-hazardly mentioned that I've not full up mentioned their names yet, but they knew who they are, and they're going to make it. And they've got the they've got the Ganas, they've got the they've got the design, they've got the we don't drink, we don't smoke, we used to be shitheads, we used to do this, we used to do that, now we're just focused on this. And man, these guys have the talent and they've got the wherewithal and they've got the business knowledge. And I know that because Vic Divine told me how to spot yeah. that out. I would not have known that. Without your expertise. Now, now that I've blown a lot of smoke up your ass, because I love you. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I love hearing it, man. No, no, I, I, I could not have done that without your advice. I flat out asked you a bunch of times, this is what's going on. And you've told me a few things that like just love. I, I, I'd like to think I know a lot of things about the business because I've listened to all these podcasts. And they talk about right now, okay, that's fine. There's something – different from being in the business but now that i'm in business and i've got a good mentor and thank you i have been you're welcome i have been 100 successful and i've got them reaching out to me i need you to design this for me and i'm like yeah i'll do it for you but i know you wanted to charge a little bit extra on this show but why don't you take what they're asking for i'll design it and show up and do the show anyway yeah we'll do it and that wouldn't have happened without you. Now, um, thank you very much, but um, let, let's uh, get some little bit nitty-gritty here. My, my pleasure. Oh, well, thank you very much, sir. But let, 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 get, give, uh, give our audience, uh, Vegas, Colorado, uh, a little bit of uh, like two juicy nuggets. I mean, like how – why are you so good at it? I mean I've obviously talked about it, but I haven't gotten all the details. But – what are some things that you can do for someone that no one else can do for them? Um, well, I, I think that one of the important things, like I said, almost being like a like a life coach, man. I mean, you can't you can't have a mentor or a life coach or a or any type of coach or tutor, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, you can't you can't have that from somebody that hasn't experienced everything and, and lived, you know, those those uh, those moments or those uh, situations. Um, I learned a lot in in the years that I, I mean, uh, I started wrestling in uh, in ninety seven. Uh, but, you know, way before that, I was, you know, I, I was hooked on it. But. You know, from the time that I got into it and I started learning and I'd learned some things the hard way and, you know, um, friends taught me, colleagues taught me, don't do this, don't do that. These are the things that like, you know, somebody is going to make these mistakes and uh, and they don't they don't have to. You know what I mean? Um, Because I'll tell them uh, beforehand. You know, um, 
I, it's hard for me to even like come up with uh well okay like so at the uh at the impact show they were using uh fsw's ring so of course and they held the uh uh was that an 18 or 15 uh i want to say it was an 18 it looks it, it usually looks like an 18 for impact yeah i think it was um and they had the tryout uh you know they had a tryout camp the day before um so and they told you know they said uh some of you might be used for extra role or whatever you know they may need you for something or you know and um they were told you know where we're all black in case in case we need you for some kind of like uh extra stuff um and uh and some of the guys did some of the guys didn't um some of the guys were like just like uh if they did wear black they they looked kind of you know they were black sweats or whatever or black shorts or something like that and i told them when you guys uh are asked to to come to to a a, a taping or you know a, a show whether it's ring of honor it's impact it's wwe it's AEW like biz biz cash man like all the time look look nice if they told you to wear all black, wear all black, but look nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, have a black T-shirt on underneath uh, if that's what they're asking for. But, you know, but some, I mean, I saw some guys come in a suit and, and I'm like, now that's, that stands out. Believe me, you think that people don't notice shit like that. But when you're, when you show up at a WWE event, you know, if you're working uh, as enhancement talent or extra or whatever, you don't know what you're doing. But if you're asked to be there. Um, you, you don't, all, all of the guys that, that are working there, all the guys that have contracts show up in, uh, like business casual attire. They look nice. You know what I mean? They're, they're representing a company. Um, when I was down at OVW, um, even down there, man, we would, uh, the TV tapings were on Wednesday and we would have a meeting. Uh, I think it was like 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Um, to, to talk about, uh, it was a production meeting, you know, this is what's going on on the show. You're working this person, you're doing this, we're doing this segment at this time, blah, blah, blah. You'd come to the meeting dressed in your business casual attire. Right. Even though there was nobody, there was nobody there except for us. You know what I mean? It was, you know, just the guys that were on the show, uh, you know, Al Snow, Paul Heyman, um, you know, we were just discussing that, what was going to happen that night, but that was, that was what WWE did. And so that's what we did down there. Um, when we showed up at the, uh, at the arena, um, later on, cause you know, after the production meeting, everybody's like free to go and go to the gym, go do this, go do that. You show up back there in your business cash attire. Cause the fans are outside and you come walking, you want to look like a professional. I don't care what your gimmick is when you're, when you're outside, you are, you know, you're coming to work. And uh, once you get into the building and you get into the back, you're free to put on your gym shorts and you're free to walk around, you know, as uh, comfortable as you want before, before you know, comes time to, to get geared up. Um, and so, you know, I, I told a few of them, they didn't know any better, but they know now because I just pulled them aside. I said, hey, man, 
just for the future uh, reference, if you ever get this opportunity again, man, always come dress nice, man. You know, like if they tell you to wear all black, have it with you. But if you want to, you know, um, just I'm not saying you got to be in a three piece suit, but some of the guys came there looking kind of uh, raggedy, you know? Yeah. So now if they got the opportunity to do it again, you know, that they got invited to another uh taping of, of any any one of the promotions and I saw them and and they dressed, you know, sloppy or whatever, then then it's like fuck you there. You know what I mean? It's uh this is like I gave you one of those lessons, you know what I mean? Like I was told to do that and I did it. You know what I mean? So now I'm telling you to do this and if somebody just shrugs that off and they're like, man, fuck pretty, that, I'm it's just pretty be lazy. It's pretty lazy. You were you were literally yeah. told the path to success and you ignored it and then goodbye. Mm-hmm. I mean shit, man. There were guys that uh that were part of the ring crew. There were guys and girls from FSW because they were using uh the FSW's ring, so of course they had some of the FSW um Students and not only the students, man. There were some people there that were, uh, you know, doing pretty well on on the main card um, and getting booked on the uh, on the casino shows. Like, you know, you don't just get put on those casino shows. You're doing the uh, student shows and the the, uh, the shows at the school and stuff like that until you kind of uh, have proven yourself to be ready. And uh, and some of those uh, some of those guys and girls were. Um, you know that they came there with nice clothes on. They changed into you know black jeans or whatever like that. Were you know uh, taping up the the ropes and doing the thing, whatever like that. As soon as the ring was done, they went. And they changed back into their nice clothing and um, and and you know was just hanging out and uh, hoping that somebody might say, "Hey, we could use you." Um, they they used a, a, a like every single girl that was there that was dressed. Um, uh, appropriately, or at least had stuff with them, uh, they got used for that big um, the wedding ceremony, the the, the, uh, nice. the wedding uh, nice. party for uh, for uh, Cage. Um, yeah, and then know, so they all got yeah, that was wonderful. And then uh, I was dude, I was cracking up. I was watching that two nights ago when <laughs> Joy Ryan showed up as the uh, the porno. Sh- uh, Cop stripper, dude. That was Vegas. I was like, please tell me that Mach was there. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't even see that. I mean, I was, you know, I didn't see all that backstage stuff that they they might have taped, uh, you know, at, at some point. I, I was there, but I was not. It, okay, so let's let's because we've already kind of uh, let the cat out of the bag. So let's just say it. I am the Mach character that we have uh, spoken to on this podcast before, uh, and it's kind of come up a few times. So I know yeah. I was, you know, we kind of like kept them separate, but my secret identity is now revealed that um, I am Vic Divine, uh, and I am now also one of the things that I'm doing besides the mentorship is, uh, again, taking something that I'm very good at, that I've been very good at for a long time, that I I just kind of didn't think anything of it and now I'm making money doing that being a uh, the number one macho man impersonator in, in the, the world. entire in world in the entire world entire world man ain't nobody I'm the cream of the crop you really, and, really uh, always rise to the top baby 
that's it. So, so that's what I'm doing, man. I, you know, it's, um, so in case, uh, people didn't know or didn't care, well, now, you know, and now you might care. But, uh, so I took two things that I'm very passionate about, very good at, very, uh, um, that I'm, I'm still able to entertain wrestling, uh, uh, fans by doing what I do. Um, I know I, I get all like all over the place. I think of something as I, I'm all ADD all over the place. But uh, um, the point of that whole thing is, man, like like I said, if you're good at something, no matter what it is, man, this, this goes for anybody who's listening that doesn't give a shit about wrestling, okay? If you're good at something and you have a passion for something and you're not taking that something and thinking, how can I monetize this? How can I start my own business? How can I do this? that I love and make money doing it because they say you'll never work a day in your life if you love what you do. So what could be better than taking something that you would, that you would do for free, but you could actually get paid for it. And I'm just going to go on record right now saying this and people could take offense to this and I really don't give a shit because I say how it is. But if you have a certain skill or a certain talent or a certain gift and a certain passion for something, and you wake up every morning and you hate the world because you're going to work for some prick and you're going to spend 40 to 60 to 80 hours a week doing something that you absolutely don't give a shit about. Well, fuck you. You deserve the torture that you're going through. You chose you chose it. You chose it yeah. and, and you didn't chose you didn't choose your your risk. You didn't choose something that you loved that you knew you'd be good at. But hey, that's more power to you. If you're happy there. But if you want, you can listen to Vic and you can figure it out as a wrestler. Uh, see, g- that's g- where, see, that's where the uh, like the mentorship uh, kind of goes into life coach thing because that, that's the kind of shit that I'll teach you too because I've done it and I've worked all the fucked up jobs and all the, the things and felt like I was like – you know, I, I would I would work somewhere for eight, ten hours a day and I feel like I was in jail, man. I felt like claustrophobic, man. And it's like, yeah, it's not easy to get out of your comfort zone and, and risk, you know, being like uh, hungry and risk being like not having a steady paycheck. And, and I mean, you're risking it all, man. You're risking am I going to get evicted because I don't have the money for rent. But let me tell you something, man. If you want something bad enough, you're, you're going to find a way. You ain't going to end up homeless if you want something bad enough. Like I'm hustling my ass off now. That's what we're doing. Um, That's what we're doing. Getting gigs. You know, I'm doing a wedding in New Jersey, man. I I got contacted. I'm officiating a wedding in New Jersey and getting paid pretty well to do it. I DJ'd I DJ'd a wedding yesterday morning, a cosplay wedding. <laughs> oh, that's all. I love cosplay stuff, man. It, it all goes hand in hand with what I, you know, with what I do. Uh, you know, I, I'll go to all those cosplay. It, it, uh, it, it all it all contributed to the main goal that, yeah, we're we're I'm doing what I'm doing, and this is building to something better. Yeah, it's it's like that's how we were. Uh, we were we were like robots that were programmed wrong from the very beginning, and that was. You know, to go to school and get a degree and then work in in that field or maybe not even in that field just to pay back all those student loans until the day that you die. How much fucking sense does that make? I don't care that that's, no. that's how society tells you that it's supposed to be. But when you think about that, is that how you want your life to be or you want your life to be doing something that you can, you know, that, that you love and that you're like helping people well. – 
that love it too or whatever, I, man. It's just I, I agree. Now uh, we're winding down, but what is the one main morsel to get everyone hooked on why they need to listen to you and listen to you in terms of this guy's gonna gonna help me make it? G- give us a give us a, a small nugget. Well. Like I said before, man, I've lived it. Um, I've, I, I love it. And, and I've learned a lot uh, being a part of, of the wrestling world. And I, I don't know many things. Uh, I'm, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, man. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, I'm not the fastest learner. And, uh, and I don't have many interests. But if there's one thing I know better than anything else, it's wrestling and, uh, and, and wrestling, the wrestling business. And um, um, I just feel like um, there has to be another reason for me to have gained all this knowledge and experience um, besides, you know, doing it myself because I did it. And I didn't. I didn't get signed to WWE. I, I've worked for them on occasion, um, but I never uh, was a full-time contracted uh, uh, employee um, or independent contractor, whatever they call you when you're signed with them. Um, but and that's okay. You know what I mean? Because uh, because maybe there was another reason, and maybe that reason is that I could help somebody else get there. You know, so I just uh, I feel like you can't learn the things that I'm that I'm willing to teach you um, because I could answer any question about any topic that has to do with uh, with your goals and your passion for for wrestling Um, there. You could go to wrestling school and you can watch tape and you could do this, you could do that. But uh, believe me, uh, there's there's things that I could teach you that that nobody covers. and that, that's like life in general, man. And I mean, most, you know, like I said, being a, a life coach in a sense, but, you know, my life was uh, um, intertwined with wrestling. You know what I mean? So any lessons that I, I've actually learned a lot of lessons in life because of wrestling. You know, I, I kind of became a different person because of wrestling. There's a lot of things, you know, I became a little bit more uh, respectful. And, uh, you know, before I got into wrestling, I was, you know, getting into trouble. And, you know, I always wanted to be a wrestler, but I was drinking at an early age and I was smoking and I was, you know, just being a fucking delinquent. And, uh, and, and you know, when I got serious and I got into working out, that took the place of doing all the dumb shit and everything. So it's it kind of like made me. I wouldn't be the person I am today um, if if it wasn't for pursuing wrestling and all the things that I've learned well, that went along with it. Well, how do we find you on uh, social media? Well, um, probably the best because all my social media is uh, really based around the, the whole botch thing. Um, so if you wanted to contact me, um, I, I do want to get uh, a Facebook page uh, – uh, as soon as I have time to, to do all that, like a separate one for the mentorship. But in the meantime, um, emailing me would probably be the best way to just, you know, contact me directly and, uh, and tell me what it is that you're, uh, you know, looking to, 
to improve. Um, my email is Vic D Vine One. V I C D is in Delta, V is in Victor, I N E one at gmail.com. Awesome. But and, man, uh, like you could I mean, I do have a Facebook page under Vic Divine with a with a period after the D, and that's like I mean, that's kind of like uh, some of my acting stuff. I mean, that's like an old, uh, uh, my old Facebook. So there's all kinds of stuff on there. Some of the match stuff, nothing really, uh, nothing really too much about the uh, the mentorship. But I kind of want to uh, kind of gear it more towards that. So in the meantime, until I get things up and running, um, emailing me would just be the the best bet, and then we could uh, discuss things over email, and you know. Um, that would be that would be it for now. Well, we certainly appreciate your time, man. Uh, you have a couple of uh, uh, you, when you've got a couple of uh good students coming up. Uh, let's do this in as soon as possible again. Um, this is always a pleasure. Like it is, honestly, man. Like that, the fact that we've connected, it's like we just keep growing. It is ridiculous how you and I just and, and Colin, we just keep growing. Like we met each other over randomness, and things are just sky's the limit, man. And uh, I'm I'm so proud of you, and I' glad to call you friend. Well, thank you, man. And, and like it makes me feel good that it, like you said, that if I, um, you know, if you ever, if if you ever need any. Uh, you know, advice pertaining to, you know, people in the business or if you think somebody's uh, shady or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like uh, without even meeting the person, I could tell you, you tell me the situation. Like I told you before, I, you know, you've always been right, man. And especially when you told me how to keep minefields separate, cause you told me that people would want to take over and, mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just been kismet, man. I really appreciate you, and I can't wait till the next time we talk. Uh, we, we already know how to find you on uh, social media. Uh, anything else you want to say before we wrap up here? Um, yeah. If if uh, if there's anybody listening who wants to get into uh, wrestling, um, and doesn't really know where to start, or um, or you know, where, where there's a wrestling, there may not be a wrestling school where you are. And if there is, it, it, it may not be one of the best wrestling schools, but one thing, uh, that you may have to do. And if you're serious about this, that, uh, relocating is something that you're going to have to get used to. Um, not just for a wrestling school, but once you're out there, you know, you're going to want to work in different areas. You might have to move, uh, and do a tour of Japan or, you know, uh, Mexico or wherever, uh, moving kind of comes with the te- with the with the territory. Um, if you are wherever you are, if you're looking for a uh, a really good training place, a really good school with really good reputable uh, teachers, um, the FSW school in Las Vegas um, is really one of the top notch. I mean, the, the names of the uh, the teachers there. Um, uh, it's just uh, you're not going to find that many people that have been somewhere in this business, you know, whether it be WWE or impact or, um, 
they're, I mean, pretty much all the trainers have a name that you would recognize. So, um, you know, if you're in this area, if you're on the West Coast, um, this would definitely be uh, one of the places to check out. And, and that's another thing that I could uh, that I could offer you too, man. It's like, you know, I know where the good schools are. I know who the good teachers are. I know who the, you know, who's full of shit and who's just going to take your money and not teach you anything. Um, no matter what area you live in, I could probably uh, tell you which school is the closest to you that would be worth your time and your money. So, um, but uh, just to throw it out there, if you're thinking about coming to the West Coast um, in the Las Vegas area, you got a you got a really good. Uh, there's actually a couple of schools out here. Um, Vegas is kind of becoming a, a popular wrestling hotspot, so probably wouldn't uh, be a bad idea for you to uh, to come out this way if you're serious about uh, pursuing this stuff. So is Colorado Springs, brother. We can't wait to host you here, and we'll figure out a way to get you here. And I can't wait to see you in Vegas, but. Uh, up until then, uh, this is dangerous. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon. Cool, man. Thank you. Yeah. Minefields, over and out. <laughs>